This is the Sports Card Man podcast for episode number 19. I am your host, Vinny Rulo. We are back. A um, lot to get to today as we preview the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Talk about which sports cards have been buying, which sports cards have been selling. We'll preview which players will get in the Football Hall of Fame coming up in the two days. Talk about who got in for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And talk about a lot of baseball season coming up with Bowman Chrome Autos, who we've been buying, who we've been selling. But yeah, let's get um, right into it. Um, let's start with uh, which sports cards we've been we've been buying. Uh, we've been buying a lot of cards, uh, especially Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10s. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, first things first, let's talk about this to open. It is prime basketball season right now. Um, Jokic Prism PSA 10, pick that up. Pick that up for around a hundred or not a hundred, uh, five hundred and forty dollars, um, and you know it's a card that's been seven, eight hundred, um, eight fifty. They hit a thousand last season when you know he did win the finals MV, or finals MVP and finals. Um, he is the favorite right now again to win MVP, um, even though it is a base card. Um, I do think there's a lot of upside on that to go up in value. Um, it should hit seven again. Should hit seven fifty again. Um, it could even hit eight. Um, I do expect them to be right there again in the playoffs, and he should be the MVP, which would give him now his third um, his third one in his career. Lock Hall of Famer already on the future Hall of Fame registry list. Um, so. Definitely recommend getting that for even when I paid for it, 540, 550, 560. Uh, if you get close to the six range, then that would kind of be my top of right now of what I would recommend paying. Um, some other ones that I did uh, pick up too of somebody else is I've been loading up on Luis Arise. Um, I picked up this orange um, auto, Topps Chrome, um, rookie, numbered out of 25. Um, that card I bought for 275. I do think um, it could hit 350, 325. Um, I was thinking about grading it to PSA, but it has the slightest bubble on the surface. So I do think it's probably a nine. So I'm debating if I send it out or if I don't send it out. So I might put it on eBay first, maybe with the, the spring training hype um, and then see if I get my number for it. And if not, then I might grade it. Um, I did buy a few other base of Arise and Chrome 10s, um, three Chrome 10s, one Tops 10. Um, I picked these up very cheap, um, 25 for the Chrome and 10 for the Tops, 25 a piece. Those hit um, as high as almost 70 a Chrome last year in 10s when he was you know, having a great year and he's already now won two batting titles, both one in the AL, one in the NL. Um, and then this one, Bowman Chrome Auto uh, 10 Arise first. Um, that I picked up for 140, as I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts. Um, but that card, I think, is still a great buy at that price. There was one yesterday that sold for 170 with the 1010. Um, and I probably would have bought it had I not already bought a lot of Arise already. Um, the 1010 stuff is even more rare. Um, and you know people aren't accounting for the dual grading service cost um, with these like cards and that are already graded by PSA um, because right now to grade a card dual grading service of PSA it's a hundred dollars which grades the card um, and the auto so that card of Arise last night was a 10 card with a 10 auto 
went for almost 200 with tax and shipping. Um, that was a great buy because there's not many of those out there. It's probably less than 50. Um, and you know, while we're on the topic of Bowman Chrome, um, definitely start getting some before it's too late. Uh, we've already seen an increase on you know a lot of key players in first Bowman Chrome Auto tens like uh, Gunnar Henderson first Bowman Chrome Auto. They were going 450, 470. Um, a guy offered me one for like 480. The last sale on eBay is already 530 plus. Um, so that's already a 20, 30% increase, and it's only been like a couple weeks. We haven't even gotten to spring training. Um, Julio Rodriguez, he was going like around 970, $1,000 in a first Bowman Chrome Auto um, 10. Those are now 1,200. So we've already seen a 20% increase on, on him. Um, there's going to be a lot other guys that, you know, increase in Bowman Chrome Autos from now until the start of the season as well. Um, last year, we put together our graphs of all PSA 10s of got of prominent guys that had a, a first Bowman Chrome Auto, put them in tiers, and, you know, we found a way to invest in who we thought was undervalued, who we thought was undervalued. And definitely, we might do something like that again this year, or you might do like a 30 clubs or a 30 days, something like that. Um, but definitely start looking at eBay, like, Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10 newly listed. Um, Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10 slash 10 with the dual grading. Um, or use the same search um, of Bowman Chrome Auto PSA 10 ending soonest and try to get, you know, some more before, you know, it gets closer to football season. So those are those are some other some other guys have been you know, trying to buy um, and that some other key guys I look I picked up soon or picked up earlier, and I'm gonna talk about some other guys that I got later on. Um, but let's get into some other cards that I sold. Um, I had a Yogi Berra, um, 48 Bowman SGC four. Um, it was a beautiful card, perfectly centered, 50-50. Um, the thing to learn from with that card is, you know. What's with vintage? So many people now want vintage cards that are centered versus a card that's like off centered in like a higher grade. So, like for instance, um, that Yogi Berra, um, as I mentioned, there was a there was another SGC four that was way 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 off centered, and it sold for like seven fifty. Um, I bought mine for seven hundred, and it was perfectly centered, and I sold it for nine fifty. And people were like fighting over that card because they knew that they could regrade that and it could have gotten a five. They could have regraded it with PSA. It might have even gotten a five and a half. Then you're talking 1200, 1300. So even if you had bought that at 950, there's still you know some upside to regrade that as well. Um, and I think with vintage, what you can learn from that is that you know a lot of people want the card versus the grade. Um, they're paying for cards that present well versus cards that are just let's say overgraded um and not centered um and i think with that being said that you know you want to look for hall of famers of centered examples um cards that um are you think are, are graded undergraded um you know cards that you think have some upside that uh you know are popular different things like that or future hall of famers in the short term and the both um, the long term, so that's something to learn from um, from that from that yogi, and then definitely stuff that I'm going to you know look for as well. Um, 
A few others that I sold to, I sold a, um, a Billy Wagner 94 Bowman PSA 9 rookie. Um, sold that for 150 uh, and bought that for 100 so made a nice profit there. Um, speaking of Billy Wagner, while we're on the topic, um, we'll spend a little bit of time on that. Um, he was five votes short from getting in uh, the Hall of Fame. And um, I thought that like he had a chance to get in, but he unfortunately didn't make it. Um, however, um, Beltre did make it. Um, this was his PSA 9. Um, that I didn't really see a whole big buzz on Beltre. Um, I thought like that, uh, you know, he could have gone up to uh, 125, which he had one sale of that. And then after that, it kind of came crashing down very quick. Um, they're around just about what I paid for it, 70 bucks. So last year with Fred McGriff, they were selling for 125 for the longest time for a couple of days, like after the Hall of Fame, and then they gradually went down as well too. Um, Beltre dropped a little bit quicker than I thought, so you know I'll probably sell that um, at Cooperstown, like at some of the shops um, that I deal with. So that's that's all right uh, as far as that card. Um, this Mauer I bought. Um, you know, I bought this on Macari. Um, it's a CSG 10 um, Pop 2. Um, you know, some people probably just didn't like prefer the alternate grading company, um, so it didn't go for a whole lot of money. It went on auction, but the guy didn't pay for it. Um, and you know, I would probably take like 110, 115 for that. I bought it for 86. Um, I think Mauer it does belong in the hall, but I'm not sure. I would have voted for him in the first ballot he has three batting titles mvp um great average but not a lot of longevity he was only a catcher for like seven eight years um then he played first base for like five six seasons it was pretty mediocre um so i was surprised that he got in um and then todd helton um i think he was well deserving uh, i did well with helton we talked about to buy helton um last year at the end of last year in 2022 um, and those hit as high as 160, um, the traded in a 10. Um, so I did well with that card and uh, had some nines of that card, did well with, um, had two tens, couple ungraded. So I did well with Helton as well too and sold those. Um, and yeah, um, that was pretty much a wrap on the guys for Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, as far as next season, while we're on the topic, Definitely look for Ichiro. Start loading up on like tops Chrome of him and graded nines and higher. Uh, try to get like a tops even or of nines and higher. Or if you want to go bigger, get like his SP Authentic rookie, which is his um, future Hall of Fame registry card. And I would even look at possibly like CC or more Wagner. Those are the three guys that are, you know, kind of on the radar. I haven't looked into the committee guys yet, but. We spend a lot of time on, on guys that we think would get in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. Um, and then a, tra a quick transition, Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey, we did sell his uh, Topps Chrome Rookie in a PSA 10 from 2013. The pop on that is not overly high. That's always been a really cool card of mine. I actually recommended it to PSA future Hall of Famers um, and they use that card on their registry um, a couple years ago. The pop on that's like 600 or so. Um, I sold that for like 255 on eBay, which at the time was a, was a, a good sale. But then now they're close to 300 again. Um, but I still made almost $90 profit on that, so you can't go can't go wrong with that. And I spent a lot of time to open the show um, with Bowman Chrome. 
Um, right now is a good time to start possibly even looking into which players you might want to start selling just because not all these guys are going to maintain their value, especially some of the mid-tier guys, um, especially some of the prospects. Um, they start out very high and then they a lot of them gradually come down if they don't have a great year or if the, if the hype quickly drops out. So like someone like Austin Wells I sold recently in a Bowman Chrome Auto 10. Uh, made almost $46 on that. Uh, it's a rare card, only like 50 of them, but I'm just not sure of his upside uh, this season, especially because the Yankees still have Trevino. Um, not sure how they're, much they're going to play well, so decided to move on from that. Sold Josh Naylor, first Bowman Chrome Auto, made almost about a $20 profit on that. Um, just not a huge Naylor guy. He had a decent year last year, but it, it was a good enough profit for me. I, only, I made almost 20 bucks, and it wasn't really... Um, that invested in that almost like 40 to get back 60 or so it sold on eBay for 75 full price um, and then the other one was I sold the CJ Abrams uh, blue wave auto PSA 9 on Facebook and made almost 40 bucks on that just not a whole lot of upside on a PSA 9 of chrome stuff um, it's not as rare um, of tens so that's why I decided to move on from that as well um, and then there was a few other sales. I had a Pat McAfee um, tops PSA 10. Love watching his show. Um, it was his true rookie tops card from 2015. Low pop. I believe there's only like 30 of those out there. I got like 130 for that. And made about 30 bucks on that as well. Um, and but yeah, I've been trying to pick up um, some other Bowman Chrome Auto 10s. I bought an Alex Verdugo PSA 10 um, on eBay, really cheap for around 30 bucks. Um, I bought a Jordan uh, Hicks. He's going to be a starter now in the Giants. I bought that really cheap and a refractor, so we'll see how he does. Um, and then there was one other big one I bought. I bought an Ethan Salas um, Bowman Chrome Auto. He's now a top 10 prospect, um, a catcher on the Padres, 17-year-old. Um, we picked that up for $310, um, so that was a good buy as well too. Um, just a quick transition now of just one other quick basketball segment um, that I wanted to spend some time on is uh, Jalen Brunson was one of our sports card man Christmas countdown uh, buys, which he was number 25. We actually we should have put him higher. Um, and his card is now um, 250 plus in a Prism Silver 10. Um, so had you been following our page at Sports Card Man, uh, we put this out for free, uh, you could have had it for 90, 100, 110 even, and now they're 250. We sold we sold one for 150 and we made a quick 50 bucks on the Brunson that we bought and picked up, um, but we probably should have bought more. I almost had an opportunity to buy more and didn't, so that was my mistake. Um, there is a Brunson, however, on myslabs.com um, right now. It's a Prism Green PSA 10. Um, that can be bought for um, around 100. It's on for 122 or best offer. Um, the seller is currently willing to take around 100 bucks. Um, so that card is actually even more rarer than the silver version. Um, but however, I don't think a lot of basketball people particularly like greens versus silvers. But I think because it's so rare, um, I would maybe consider it at 100 bucks. And I think worst case scenario, you can make like 30, 40, 50 bucks on it just because there's been no movement yet really on the greens versus the silvers have almost doubled in value and essentially like a couple of weeks. 
um, because even when they were 150, it was like early um, middle of January. Now early February, they're they're two, almost 250. So definitely um, look into getting that card. That would be my recommendation to someone who's listening um, on that one. Um, but let's spend a little bit um, on some time on uh, just a few other cards quick that I picked up and then I'm going to get into our Super Bowl segment um, and our preview our um, Hall of Famers for football as well too. Um, so I did pick this up of, uh, at a card show. It's kind of cool. Um, his name, I forgot how to pronounce his name. It's uh, Indonesia, but it is a UFC Topps Chrome uh, refractor. And it was kind of cool. I got this actually in the show in December, um, and that was before Tops got back the UFC license. So I think even now that card might be a lot higher because they have the license back. Um, and that is a true rookie card of him, and it is a refractor. So I'm thinking of sending it in for grading. And even if I get a nine, um, I think even at a nine, I should get like 50 bucks. Um, so that would be a nice double up there. Or if I get a 10, um, I think they're around 150 or so. Um, and then a few others that I picked up quick too. Um, I traded for Jackson Cheerio. Um, I know he was named uh, one of the top prospects um, for, for the new, when the new list dropped since our last show. And he's number two overall. His first Bowman Auto for me is just like almost $1,000. Um, so that's why I decided to just go like with the base of him um, and that's about a $70 card so I'm into that for around 49 bucks so I would probably sell that for 70 75 um, not sure how much it increases um, from now until like spring training but I'm sure I'll get my price for it once spring training starts um, and then one other top 100 prospect that I have um, is Chase DeLauder I thought he would be rated a little bit higher than where he is um, he's at uh think in the 20s. I bought that for around 160. Um, I have seen a couple people asking 180, 190. So I would probably sell mine for 200. Um, I think he's definitely going to be an elite uh, prospect. So that's why I decided to go with that route. And I just wanted to spend a little bit more time on this was I bought a couple of Sotos. I actually got three Chrome Sotos. Um, and the quick story about this card is this is probably Soto's most popular rookie card. Um, however, the pop report is really high. So as I mentioned um, previously, when these pop reports get really high, you're kind of limited for upside on how much you can make on something like that. Um, but what happens is when superstar players, um, you know, have good years and they have big years and they're in big markets their cards can still go up in value even though the pop reports are really high so if you're gonna buy um you know a card in a high pop it better be a guy that's like a big time player would be my suggestion just because at least you know that way based on like if the player wins mvp or if the player is like having a monster year then the card can go up again in value so with that soto um, when he got traded to the Yankees, they were around, let's say, 125 they hit. Um, but then, you know, a seller probably said, oh, this guy's getting 125. I would take 115 for mine, or I would take 110 for mine. And that's, it's kind of like a stock. And then gradually the price kind of just drops very quick because um, one something of, 
of if someone has something too much of something, the price goes down a lot because there was too much supply of that Soto out there and it, they got too many that were sold in a short period of time and that's what, why the price on that card dropped again so quick. So, for example, he hasn't even played like a game yet with the Yankees and um, they already have gone down. Um, just because people were buying off pure hype of the trade, um, different things like that. So I think that card will go back up to 125. I'm I'm invested in at about 85 a piece, so I'm, I'm I think I'm okay on those. Um, if you did pay, however, 125, I think it would be um, a little bit of a struggle to get your money back. Um, that just because like there's like I said, there's so many of them out there. Um, but another quick example too on this Otani. Um, I've done really well with this card. I've promoted it for a cup for a number of years on my page at Sports Card Man on Instagram. And again, that's another high pop, but that's Otani's most popular rookie card. His autos are very high. Um, his refractor is 500 plus. So if you do want a good Otani rookie graded, that's your way to go. Um, that card trends at about 180, 190, sometimes 200. Um, I'm into it for 150, so I probably would sell it for 190, 200. But again, it could go back up to 250 if Otani does have a big year uh, with the Dodgers. Um, but that's just something to you know to keep in mind. Um, let's spend let's spend some time on the NFL honors and um, uh, football uh, Hall of Famers, and then we're going to talk about the Super Bowl to close out uh, this episode. Um, NFL honors. Um, I think Randy Gratishar is your lock um, senior guy to make it. Um, usually all the senior guys that are finalists um, make it. The other two are Steve McMichael and Art Powell. Um, Gratishar we've talked about um, dating back to 2022 on a lot of these episodes. Um, we were talking about you know, his card from 76 um, to buy in a PSA 8. We even profiled in the Sports Card Man Christmas Card Countdown. Um, and they have already hit our projection. They're going, um, you know, 125 now. Um, you could have had them for 70. You could have had them for 80, um, and different things like that. So even a nine is now almost 300. And there was one on auction that went 180 around December because I think I got beat by like a dollar on like uh, the PSA nine uh, that card. So. Um, I unfortunately didn't get any Gratishar, like I wish I did, but it's one of those things like when you when you zero in on a guy and you know he's going to make the Hall of Fame, like you almost got to like really target that specific card or you wind up not getting any. Um, so that's just something to learn from going forward from uh, this season. As I mentioned, start looking into uh, the baseball guys that I mentioned before too and then start looking in uh, for basketball Hall of Famers and uh, football too. Um, so with that being said, McMichael's card is very hard to get from 85 tops. Um, it's not a lot of them out there graded by PSA and uh, the same with Art Powell. Um, he's from 61 tops, Very both very tough cards. Powell's are very high um, and high grade. So not going to be an easy card to get but you know if you come across them at the car show look for for stuff like this you know people might not be aware different things like that um some modern guys that i think would get in julius peppers again from o2 tops very tough card um has already also hit our projection from the, the countdown that we did too um his card is now 150 they were around 70 80 bucks as we mentioned before 
Patrick Willis could get in too as well um, from the 49ers. Um, I do see um, a possibility just because of the theme of him being on that team. They're, they're there this year. He's been a finalist a couple years. His rookie's from 07. Um, there is a Chrome Auto on eBay, and you might be able to get like a base, um, which the pop report on the base is not overly high, and that's a tough car to get in a 10 as well too. So keep an eye on him. Um, Gates could get in as well too. He's a first year eligible. Um, could see it. Um, I wouldn't vote for him the first year just because of the steroids, but it, that's not really matters too much in football. Um, I believe his rookie, um, I forget what year his rookie card is, um, but he's a guy that is his rookies and stars card is a very popular um, card. And then one of the other receivers, Torrey Holt or Andre Johnson, I do think make it. Um, Torrey Holt, I think, over Johnson. Um, both of their rookies are tough to get. Johnson in a chrome is very hard to get in a 10, so an alternative would be a 9 or keep an eye on a 10. And then Torrey Holt, his SP Authentic, is his future registry card, and that's the card um, that you want to target. Um, but, yeah, let's preview um, the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and 49ers. Um, it should be a very good game. Um, my th biggest thing with that right now is I've been watching a lot of talk shows talk about like the matchup, who they like, uh, different things like that, different players, who they like, and everyone is saying the same thing. Like, how could you bet against Pat Mahomes? Um, I'm going with Patty Mahomes, this and that. Like, uh, oh, he beat uh, Lamar Jackson. He beat Josh Allen. But yet the 49ers are favored in the game by two and a half, which, uh, which doesn't seem to make sense to me just because literally everybody I've seen like has been picking the, the Chiefs. So I think um, you just have to go with the Chiefs. Like, And then if you, if you lose, like you lose. So I'm doing a couple of wagers. Um, I'm doing Chiefs um, money line um, just to try to get more value. And I think right now, um, if, if you do like, um, it's almost double your money or a little bit less, um, just based on what the odds are. Um, so I think, you know, you want to try to, you know, get that bet in before it goes back down to one and a half versus two and a half. Um, not that it's going to be like a big, a big difference or anything like that. So that's one of the bets I'm doing. Um, the other bet that I'm doing is I'm probably going to parlay, um, some touchdown guys, where I'm going to do like um, like a couple of guys get a touchdown. Like I was thinking of like Pacheco um, or I was thinking like McCaffrey. I'm not sure if both of them will get touchdowns, but they, they could. Um, so it's really, you just wanna try to do different combinations. Like, so if you pick three or four guys to get a touchdown, that could be a really good payout for like 10 bucks. Um, or if you even pick like two guys and then pick like the Chiefs in the game that could be another good um, prop bet to do as well um, so definitely you know keep that in mind um, one recommendation that I said earlier as far as like referring back to the cards was Mahomes stuff right now is very high again so I'm not buying into the pure um, hype of oh he's got three super bowls now let me go run and buy one of his cards or oh he's in the goat conversation now with brady let me go get him a home stuff like that's the worst thing you can do um i would be patient um and let the market come down like in the off season and then try to like reload on 
you know, football starting in March, April. So when everybody's in baseball mode, March, April, trying to buy baseball, the season's about to start, that's when you wanna like play, play the long-term game on the football. Um, just because that's something I learned from last year. When you, when you start trying to buy football, let's say July, August, you're kind of late where you're buying high almost with the anticipation of the season started. And you kind of, you kind of notice that at the national, like Roger stuff was going really high, um, with the Jets stuff with with him, uh, being high, uh, Jalen Hurts was really high with going like the year he had prior to the Super Bowl. Uh, Mahomes, I would say he wasn't like crazy high coming off of like um, a Super Bowl. You thought he would have would have been higher, um, but that was just kind of some of the other guys I noticed. So that's just something to personally you know learn from um, from last year, just to you know analyze you know this was this was what happened last year, and you know use that information to your knowledge uh, going this year. Um, you know going back going back to the game quick. Um, I do think that uh, there is some value with you know taking a chance on like um, like the MVP like it's and the other thing is um, Mahomes is the MVP like betting favorite too, which doesn't seem to make sense to me just because the 49ers if they win like it's gonna be very hard for Mahomes to win the MVP so that this whole this whole matchup seems very strange to me but like some people are saying it seems too easy um some people are saying that like uh the 49ers could win because they got better they got a better overall team um but i think you know this chiefs team their defense is the best um defense it's been since mahomes has taken over um as quarterback and that's something that you can't really ignore so um, and, the, and the spotlight might be bit too big for Brady or too big for Purdy. Um, so just definitely, you know, keep that in mind and it should be a very good game. But end of the day, I got to go to the Chiefs. Um, I probably would say the Chiefs win by seven or 10. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.